0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Prairie Dumpster Podcast, hosted by me, Tyler Penner. Very special episode today, broadcasting to you live from Palm Springs, California, in a little country known as uh, Mexico. I believe that's where we are right now. Uh yeah we're here and i still have to watch my volume we've got neighbors here i don't want to offend them i think they're cool but i don't know them and if i know anything about america it's that every second person here is a mass shooter so i don't want to take any chances you understand i can't risk it i can't risk offending anybody out here We stepped off the plane. We went to Ralph's. There was three mass shootings in progress. All three mass shooters went to the same Ralph's. They actually had a good laugh about it. And then they reloaded and kept going. It was quite cute. It was pretty cute. Um, Yeah, here we are in Palm Springs, California. I feel nervous about doing a podcast here for some reason right now. I don't feel comfortable. My mom is right behind me. She's watching some true crime doc. About women that got strangled. I'm looking at an old man who's looking at me now as if I'm a problem. And this podcast, even though it's in a different country now, is still terrible. Still terrible. Nothing's changed. You can change where you live, but you can't change who you are. And I am, at my core, a terrible podcaster. But I'm also day drinking, so we'll see where the fuck this goes. It's going to be great. The temperature right now is, let's take a look, plus 32, and we're just getting going. This is a hot area of the country, hot and arid, it's dry, it is, nothing really should live here, nothing really has any business existing in a climate like this. Um, I saw an old man, he was walking down this beautiful path the other day, and he actually burst into flames. He just went, and he was like, Aah! Aah! and I was like, yeah, it's, she's a hot one. She's a hot one today. It is pretty warm outside. I don't know what the temperature is in Winnipeg. I don't know. Plus two. With meth, feels like plus 10. Hard to say what the weather is there. I don't care. Um, I'm vacationing with my family right now, and it is going good. It is going as expected. Um, It's a great time. My family, in 90% of the conversation that we've had so far on this five-day vacation has been of where the bathroom is who's going to use the bathroom next, how their bathroom experience went, um, where the next bathroom could be, and um, how the next bathroom might feel. It's just, it's 90% bathroom talk in my family. It's a very big dilemma in the Penner household of where the bathrooms are and how the bathrooms feel. My brother comes out of the bathroom. He's like, all right, that's good. The tank's empty. And then my dad's like, oh, well, that's good because my tank is full. Time to empty my tank. And I'm like, all right, let's just, can we not, can we act like we have a little bit of class, please? And then I go into the bathroom and I rip it up. It's a great time. This country's bizarre. The First of all. I gotta tell you, a couple of gripes with the country right off the bat. The cigarettes here are terrible, the awful cigarette for country for cigarettes. This, uh, they all taste like shit. I thought this country like made cigarettes. These cigarettes are terrible. If there's one thing that Canada has up on America, it's our ability to produce a good vehicle for cancer. America hasn't done that yet. They haven't figured out how to kill themselves. They've figured out how to kill themselves, but not with taste, not with class. They're not doing it at all. Um, The cigarettes are awful. Cigars are great. And uh, the burgers here are great. America knows how to make a burger. They're not like Canada. Canada burgers, they're still trying to act like this is half healthy. America doesn't give a fuck. They're just like, hey, you're fat, I'm fat, we're both fat, let's just die, but let's have a good burger while we're doing it. It's a good country. Got a lot of gun shops here. It's incredible. I went to Dairy Queen, they were selling me shotguns. It's very interesting here. You go into a Carl's Jr., everyone's got an AR-15, and they're reloading. I'm like, can I just get a order of French fries, please? This is incredible. think the neighbor's listening right now. He might be calling the police. We'll see. It's hard to tell. Hard to tell. It is beautiful out here. We're staying in a resort, and it is quite picturesque. It is nice, but it is hot. And it's beautiful. I would love to come here for vacation, but if I lived here, I think I would have a gun in my mouth on week three. It's a little too hot. I prefer the Winnipeg method of freezing your balls off for six months, and then um, getting slightly warmer during summer, barely tolerable. This is very tolerable, but 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 only to a certain level. I'm getting freaked out. This podcast seems unnatural so far doesn't seem natural. I realize I need to. I'm going to do a podcast. I want to do it in my dank apartment. I can't tell you how much I miss my fucking dank shithole apartment. I really miss it. You know, everything smells great out here. Huh? I want to smell my mold. I want to smell the mold of my place. You know? eat a burger here the wind just carries the stench away. In my apartment it lingers. It's gotta linger. You gotta let it linger! Oh God! I realize that I'm terrified of flying. That's another thing that I realized. My mom's walking in and out behind the scenes right now. Mom, you wanna be on the podcast? No,
1: thank you. Why not? I'm watching interrogations. She's watching she's
0: (laughs) watching death. She's watching murder documentaries. So she doesn't have time to spout her alt right views right now. Um What was I talking about? You ruined my concentration. This is exactly Mom. Get out of here. Watch your death films and let me work. Um, I realized I hate flying. I don't like flying. I realized I'm scared. I'm a real bitch in the air. I didn't like it. Um, the takeoff was sketchy. I'm pretty sure both of my pilots were drunk. One of them was high on fentanyl. Because they were out to lunch on both of these landings. We landed in Calgary. It looked like it was worse than Winnipeg, the weather. And we're going there. We're skidding. I've never seen so many potholes on a runway before. Calgary, get your shit together. That airport was awful. And then we get there. We land safely. We've got a two-hour layover. Me and my brother are chilling. And thanks to the gender-neutral bathrooms in the airport, we are allowed to vape to our heart's content individual locking stall and it's amazing to me that bath now i'm talking bathrooms but it's amazing to me that bathrooms aren't all individual locking doors they really should be they're still squeezing men cock to cock within five feet of each other it's a, this is ridiculous can i get some space can i get some privacy so i can vape and do lines of cocaine and chug a mickey of whiskey in peace. And so I'm surprised that they don't do well. But thanks to the general neutral bathrooms at the Calgary airport, I was able to get my nicotine fix. And let me tell you, that nicotine fix almost made me lose my next flight. We went through American security. I guess Canadian security is not good enough. Because when you go to the American side, they do the whole process over again. Like, those Canadians suck. They don't know what they're doing. Uh, We're going to have to go right back up those ass cheeks and find out if you're stashing any toothpaste. And that's what they did. We had to go through the whole process over again. We didn't realize that. We were dumb. We didn't think that we thought Canadian security would be good enough. No. Americans want to double check. And good for them. They've got bigger problems than Canada does. So we had to go through the whole process over again. almost cost us the flight. And let me tell you, I thought I was cool under pressure. I prided myself on being cool under pressure. Fuck that. I was panicking. Like a little girl. Or guy. Or they. I don't care. I was panicking. Big time. It was not cool. But we got on the flight. And... Um, I didn't realize that Coachella was this weekend again. Oh, look, it's Coachella. The flight was filled to the brim with Coachella babes in sombreros all getting liquored up. And I was sitting there uh, sober as a judge reading a copy of The New Yorker. Not because I like The New Yorker. I just grabbed it on a whim. I realized I'm way too dumb to read The New Yorker. That magazine sucks. That literati intellectual humor went fifty thousand feet above my head. That magazine blows. Not smart enough for that. I think I am smart enough for that. I think that magazine just sucks. Their jokes aren't funny. I mean, granted, I am more of a Mad magazine guy, but that 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 magazine sucks. There's some informative stuff, but it's shit. I don't care about. Like the rise of Christian nationalism. I'm like, who gives a shit about any of this? Who cares? What are you guys whispering about over there? My family's. What are you guys talking about the bathroom again? Use the bathroom. Scott's been trolling DSP all night, he's really tired. You don't want to say anything?
1: <clears throat> what do you want me to say, man? I don't think I've ever been on a podcast before.
0: Well, you're speaking Especially, to two listeners. Uh, two listeners? Yeah.
1: Wow, hello, <coughs> listeners, fans of Tyler. I'm also a fan of Tyler. You have three listeners, actually, technically, if I'm here. He's not a fan. Or he was I
0: included in those two? Don't. He's lying. My family doesn't give a fuck about my drama. <laughs> they don't, don't care. Don't say that. What are you, uh, what are you well, watching? I'm going to keep
1: trolling the SP. That's.
0: He's going to keep Darkside Phil.
1: I'm actually not du- directly trolling, but I I'm, I guess I'm supporting it by listening to other people trolling, so I I don't know if that... Like, yeah, he,
0: me. he's a bully. side Phil is going to blow his own brains out, and you're going to have blood on his hands.
1: Well, I'm not saying that I want him to blow his brains out, but if he does, I want to be there to see it. He, like, okay. oh.
0: <laughs> Classic. <laughs> okay, like, Classic. Classic. Right?
1: Uh, if this is going on YouTube, you're probably going to get delisted, but...
0: Why? Well, Why would YouTube dis- delist that?
1: Because I just wished death upon somebody.
0: Dude, do you know how many people I've wished death upon in this podcast? (laughs) Oh, that's still cool. i made legitimate threats to (laughs) real people I know. Okay. You're fine.
1: Well, I wasn't actually... I don't seriously want him to die, but I I definitely want his channels to die. Like, for sure.
0: But that that would rob you of content, then, as a troll. Um... You, yeah. You would lose out on entertainment. Well,
1: like the, the fountain of content would stop, but it's not like a sudden stop like the troll videos would be talking about. So it would be like a final gush at the end and then it and then it would die down. Yeah. But there would be still several months of content for sure.
0: Darkside Phil is a he only does a stream video games. This guy is a bit of a piece of shit and now he's got an army of people trying to take him down. That's pretty much the synopsis, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, he, he's just, like, a toxic douchebag, yeah. like, you, But you have to, like, watch hours and hours worth of his content to, like, uh, understand the whole story. It's, it's it's not something I can gloss over in, like, five minutes here. Like, yeah. like now I sound like a piece of shit, but... You he, do. He's actually, like, the more you... Like, I've watched probably 30 or 40 hours worth of content about this guy, so once you've gone that deep into it, you can understand, like, the level of, like, douchebaggery that's actually at work here. So...
0: I hope like, that I'm hated enough one day that someone who hates me watches like 30 studies, to 40 hours content.
1: Yeah, like, so hated that there are guys that study you for dozens of hours to just to kind of get a full uh, grasp of, like, how much of a, of a scumbag you actually are. You know what I mean? Instead of, like, I can just tell you he's a scumbag and you just take my word for it. That's probably easier. But if you want links, man, <laughs> I can hook you up with, like, I can tell you where to start. And uh, going down this rabbit hole. I mean, I, I don't know what that says about me. Like, I'm. It's probably. It way.
0: says a lot about you. It says tons about you. <laughs> I know. I know. You. The whole know. listening so, world right now is like.
1: I hope that only, like, whatever two or three listeners <laughs> are here. I hope it like stops there. Are you live right now, or are you recording? Just recording. Oh, okay. I got but they're
0: so. gonna go research Darkside Phil, and they'll be like, dude. Tyler's brothers a fucking loose. And then they're going to get know. into it. And then they're going to be like, oh shit, he was right.
1: Like, I don't know if like I'm the douchebag now, but again, I'm not participating in it. like Except for the occasional YouTube. You're a comment.
0: lurker. What's that? You're a lurker. 100%. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm participating a little bit, like maybe in terms of like, um, like making YouTube comments, but I'm not tweeting and, and stuff like that. I'm just kind of like watching it. Like I'm, it's like, I didn't cause the train wreck, but I'm definitely like there with my phone and watching it. You know what I mean? And, and not helping out or anything like yeah. I'm, I'm just like enjoying like not enjoying but well kind of enjoying but i'm just like watching
0: it you're ignoring your own train wreck and watching dark side phil's train wreck um
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that would be one way to say it i guess but yeah but like his train wreck like makes mine look like a like a like a tiny fender bender you know what i mean yeah, yeah. And he's like like a 747 that's coming down he's so, derailed. so it's like yeah. everyone like was looking at like my fender bender, but then now I'm like looking at his, what's his, he's going on, so. And you're like, yeah, this
0: fender bender's not bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's my interview with a troll, anyway. ladies and gentlemen. Well, okay. Totally. Yeah. Give it up for my bro, Scott, Thanks. everybody. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, good you go. luck, dude. Cheers. Yeah. Fuck off. All right. That is the world of trolls. I would be a troll. I could be a great troll. But instead, I'm going to get trolled someday. Not only troll, dude. I'm going to get stalkers someday for this podcast. People are going to try to kill me. And uh, and I welcome that. I welcome that. I won't even put up a fight. I'll be like, you know what? Just do it. <laughs> just do it. I don't even know what to talk about this podcast. I thought, hey, podcast from Palm Springs. I'm going to have oodles of content. No, there's nothing. This is just as shitty as the Winnipeg episodes. This is great. What was I saying, though? America had a level of security. Coachella, babe's getting hammered. And now we're here. Now we're here. Um. Had some jack in the box. It was great. Winnipeg Jets are fucking up. They're losing. Oh, God. God. You know what? Fuck it. Let's see what's in the news. That's my go-to fallback for when I have zero content. You know what's weird? I find it hard to actually be myself in front of my family. You'd think that in front of your family, you would be your most self. But I always feel a little reserved around my family where it's like I don't really know how to act. It's like two different worlds. I've got my family self and then I've got my podcasting comedy friends self. And they're very they're not two very different people, but I act differently with both of them. I don't know what that says, but I'm having a hard time flexing. I feel nervous. I feel tense right now. Even though my they're not even listening. My brother is trolling some guy online he's never really met. And my mom is watching the story of, you know, some woman being murdered on a desert highway. Which she finds really interesting. Uh, Donald Trump raped somebody now. Um... Tucker Carlson is fired. That was big news. And who told me about that? My dad. My dad told me about that. 20 minutes after I got here, we met our parents at the condo. And 20 minutes after I got here, my dad was already talking about Desert Bigfoot. Apparently there's a Desert Bigfoot roaming around the desert. And uh, and there's a host of other cryptids lurking around this area. And that was just, that was literally 20 minutes after I got off the flight. My dad was talking about Desert Bigfoot. And truth be told, I can't say that he's wrong. I can't say that he's an idiot. He might be right. What do I know? This place might be teeming with Desert Bigfeet. And, uh... I don't know what a Desert Bigfoot would be doing. I mean, he's living in the desert in California. Chances are he's hooked on meth or something. I don't know. What else is in the news? Let's see local news. I don't know. We're 20 minutes in. crazy. The very first special episode of this podcast brought to you live from Palm Springs, California. So far, 20 minutes, 21 minutes in, without a doubt, the worst episode I've done so far. This is the worst episode. I can almost guarantee you that. And I stand by that. I stand by my track record of making horrible content. And, um, and hey, let's keep this train rolling. Let's keep this train rolling. We went to the zoo. We went to the zoo. I fed a giraffe. And I've got ethical complications about zoos. Because I don't think animals should be kept in cages, man. PETA, eco terrorism, etc., etc. I think these animals don't want to be in jail. We saw the meerkats. One meerkat was pacing back and forth in front of the glass. Not a good sign. Red flag. That meerkat is going to be hanging from his bunk bed with a bedsheet attached to his neck in no time. But I got to tell you, I got to tell you, the warthogs looked happy. The warthogs looked fine. And part of the good thing about zoos is that you get to rescue animals. You know, the pussy animals that just can't hack it in the wild. You give them a home. And you, uh... You let them live without fear of being killed by other predators. Now their only fear is getting pummeled every day by the trainers with clubs. Um, But that they can handle, you know. They'll just be severely beaten. They won't be killed like they would in the wild. So actually, uh, most of these animals are happy. They're happy to be beaten and starved um, and made to do tricks. Because in the wild, they just can't hack it. You know. Some of these loser animals, they need a help. And we can look at them and make money at them and, you know, do what I did. Throw a drink at them and poke them with a stick and spit on them. Um, but, you know, they just, they're just they just too weak to be in the wild. And as such, they need to be in captivity and be abused. And I like that. And it was just beautiful seeing these majestic creatures. Just a majestic... Like, the, we saw this camel. It was just so majestic. And it was just doing its normal thing. And it was beautiful and even the way it, it was so cute the way it shook its head when i it like shook his head and stumbled around after i threw that rock at it and hit it in the hump and it was <laughs> oh man they're just they're just so cute they're just so great and they can they, you know they got real thick skin those camels and believe me i tested it out it was great um But I fed a giraffe. The giraffe looked happy. The giraffe looked happy to be behind bars eating lettuce. Fed to it by Coachella bibs. Um, it looked quite content. I wonder how... Who knows, I could be happy. You know, put me behind a prison. Let people laugh at me and look at me and, you know, feed me McDouble's. I don't know. I could probably get used to that. I really could. I feel like the zoo is more socially... Well, not socially, ethically acceptable than the circus. Zoos, you're just like, okay, you just stand there, do your thing as best as you can with the conditions you're in, and, you know, we'll just look at you. The circus, though... The circus pisses me off. You've already got these lions in jail. You you want it to balance on a beach ball now? How much do you want? You know, you see this beautiful elephant, this majestic creature. You already took it from the wild. That's not good enough. We need to see you hold this hoop while some asshole on a motorbike jumps through it. Can we... I mean, that's just... That's humans running wild. That's humans getting a little too crazy. You should have a rule. You want to see an elephant, go to Africa. You know? You want to feed a giraffe, find one in the wild. And if you don't if it doesn't kill you, then yeah, you get to feed it. This uh the zoos and stuff, it seems like a shortcut that I don't approve of. And I know that this is a moral high ground, but I don't approve of this stuff. It's bad for the animals. And I will continue to believe this. After I go to Carl's Jr. and get a triple cheeseburger, extra beef patty on the side, 16 chicken tenders, uh, a lamb burger, uh, a horse witch, and uh, the brain of young panda combo with rice. I'm full of shit. I love the animals, and I love eating them that is hard to reconcile but i'm not asking the cows to do tricks before i eat them you know the trick <laughs> <coughs> <clears throat> the animals free them and be them <laughs> I was in bed last night after a long day of day drinking and I watched some evil Knievel clips and there's nothing better than watching a man on a motorbike break every bone in his body for your entertainment right before you doze off. And I was watching a couple of his clips and if you've never seen his jump at Caesar's Palace you need to watch it. I mean, it was filmed, I think, in 76... Let's take a look here. Evil Knievel. Evil Knievel Jump. Caesar's Palace, 1967, this was filmed in. This video may be inappropriate for some viewers. That's how good the video is. Even YouTube's like, hey, we're about to watch this man almost die evil Knievel, Caesar's Palace, Las Vegas, 1967, this was filmed in. And it still might be the greatest film footage of a man breaking literally every bone in his body that's ever been done. It's in slow-mo. It's crystal clear. And he's falling. There he breaks both his legs. There's a wrist. There's an arm. There's his other arm. There's his other wrist. And so go watch that video. That's my recommendation. can evil jumping over Caesars Palace in Las Vegas, Nevada, 1967. The greatest footage of an old man's bones breaking for our entertainment. And why I'm talking about that is because why would you go to a circus when you can go see that? Who needs a circus? We can watch men get hurt. That's way more satisfying. It really is way more satisfying to see a man get hurt than an animal get hurt. If I'm going to see some man... I'm going to see something in pain, I want to see a man in pain. And I want to... If I'm going to see a man in pain, I want it to be self-inflicted. You know? You can go online and see a man get beaten by other men anytime you want. I want to see a man try to do something and fail and get hurt and blah 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 we went to joshua tree park last night joshua tree joshua tree park there we go now we're cooking Went to Joshua Tree, a lot of cactuses, a lot of weird dino, real Jurassic Park feel there. Especially when you go to Skull Rock, see a lot of ancient dinosaur-like rock formations. And they're all made of sandstone, they're really easy to climb, I felt like an athlete. It was great, I sat on top of this beautiful sandstone rock formation just sat up there looking at the wonders of nature eating my Carls jr. it was incredible and uh, of course I asked my brother I'm like dude how did I mean these rock formations are incredible it, it's, it's really weird it's like a it's like a pile of boulders It looks like a pile of gravel but all the gravel is huge. It's like a pile of little pebbles, but these pebbles are massive boulders. If you know what I mean, it's like it's like you went, you did "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids." It's like you did that, except um, oh, and now you're standing in like a rock, like you're standing in someone's driveway. It's just really weird like that. And I think they filmed a bunch of things out there. I think Star Trek filmed some of their crappier scenes uh, out there because it does look. Like an alien planet, it looks like an alien land, and um, it was beautiful. And I asked my brother how it formed, and uh, I was like, because my brother's pretty smart with the science stuff, and he knows. And uh, he was like, well, actually, uh, you know what? I'll. uh And then my dad chimed in, and he was like, what do you mean? how is it formed? God made it that way. And then my brother was like, I'll tell you later. Turns out, multiple theories, God made it that way, or um, it took millions of years of evolution. I don't know where I stand on that. I'm not sure. Personally, maybe the Bigfoot did it. We don't know. You understand? We don't know. We have theories, but we don't know. We don't know. We came pretty close to Area 51... I was looking very hard for some UFOs. Um, And trust me, people, they are out there. They are out there. The truth is out there, and the truth is that the aliens are out there. And I can't wait to have a uh, close encounter of the turd kind. I think it's going to happen for me this time. My parents leave on Friday i am leaving palm strings on tuesday that is plenty of time to go near the border of area 51 uh get abducted go up to a different dimension uh have the aliens rape me uh show me a few things um i ask if the aliens can rape me again uh they let me know that well at that point it wouldn't be rape and i say okay well can we have consensual intercourse again they say no Um, they are like, trust me, we didn't want to do that in the first place, and we definitely don't want to do it again, and I'm like, oh, all right, fine, can you drop me off that Carl's Jr., they say fine, there's plenty of time for this all to happen, you see, and um, and I'm thrilled, I think it's going to happen this time, I really do, I think this time it's going to happen for me. But I gotta tell you, I don't know if I believe that anyone's ever been abducted. If you're an alien, why would you need to abduct anyone? You've already got a flying saucer. You know what I mean? Couldn't you just get the gist of what humans are by, um, you know, doing a telescope or something? I don't fucking know. But either way, who knows? The aliens are out there. They may be abducting people. You know? They may abduct me. I might get laid this weekend by an alien. It's going to be great. Went to Joshua Tree Park. It was great. Uh, very specific rule. No drone flights in Joshua Tree. Which clearly is a sign that there is some sort of alien aircraft in the air in there. That's just a logical jump. In in we call that uh, logically... Uh, sound in the philosophy circles. There's no drones allowed in Joshua Tree. Therefore, aliens are in Joshua Tree. That's sound. That's valid. Um, that is uh, just logically airtight. And I am stoked. I'm. We're going to go back to Joshua Tree. <laughs> Get my Carl Jr. And then we're going to we're gonna uh, we're gonna see some aliens. It's gonna be great. Speaking of aliens, I haven't seen a lot of uh, uh, illegal Mexican aliens here. Everyone seems to be um, quite above board. I've been asking for papers. People have been showing them to me, and. Uh, It's good, it's good. I don't know what these Americans are bitching about. Everyone seems nice and legal over here. I gotta tell you though, being out here during this time of year really makes me appreciate those Mexicans storming over the border. Godspeed. Honestly, if you're a Mexican and you're listening to this right now in the future or whatever, and you're thinking, hmm, I think I want to get across the border, two things, uh, major respect to you in this heat. Because I know it not only gets hotter, the southerner, ner the more south you go. Um, but also, to bring water. All right, that's my second piece. Uh, that's a little piece of advice I'm going to say. If you're going to cross the desert in this heat... Which is 37 degrees Celsius today. It's supposed to go to 41 degrees Celsius on Sunday. Uh, you're gonna want to bring water. Bring at least, bring at least a couple of bottles of Nestle Pure Life uh, because it's hot out here. It's hot in the desert. All right. Everyone's bitching about the illegals storming over the border. Honestly, they should be like, man. If you can make it across that desert, dude, you earned it. Welcome to America. Have you get, not only are you welcome here, and you get citizenship. Here's a an apartment and a bag of Carl's Jr. Alright? Really. Here's your Carl's Jr. Welcome to America. Um, dude, that was incredible. I can't believe you did that. I don't know how people live out here, man. There's, like, no seasons. It's just hot. Not only that, i got to tell you, um, I've always had, like, body image issues, right? I've always had image issues with my body. I find it very difficult to take my shirt off in front of people. Uh, I realize that that doesn't apply when the temperature is above 36. As soon as it's 36, I don't give a fuck who you are, all right? You could be judging a bathing suit competition. I don't give a fuck. I, I'm going tarps off. I've been tarps off the entire time here. I'm talking 8 in the morning. I'm ripping this shirt off. I'm chugging a beer. Getting real loaded. Real loaded. By 11 o'clock, people are just wrapping up breakfast. I'm shit-based. It's been a fantastic time. But one thing I've noticed at like 9 in the morning, it's already plus 33 here. I'm tarps off on the railing, already sweating. Uh, There are young laborers biking through this path in front of this condo. Jeans, long sleeve shirt, steel-toe boots. And they're on a bike. They're biking. And I look at these young men and I'm like, Dude, if I even had to do what you do for five minutes, I would have a gun in my mouth so fast it would make your skull spin (laughs) all right let's take a look at the news i'm on a palm springs network so uh i don't really know um i'm on a palm springs network so it's giving me all palm springs shit. Which is annoying, because I, I really can't stand American news. I want to know the happenings of what's going on in uh, my neck of the woods, which is, naturally, the subway at River and Osborne. Uh, what's going on there? How many people have died there in the last week? Huh? How many ODs at the subway at River and Osborne? Twelve? Oh, that's pretty good. That's not bad. That's It's gone down. Yeah, I guess it's spring. Hmm, cool. Um... See, these are the news stories I like from Winnipeg. Uh, CBC two hours ago: annual gas bill to drop $81 for typical Manitoba customer. That's the type of boring, nothing news that I like in a news site. Give me something that doesn't matter and won't affect me at all. I love it. And I, you think I'm being sarcastic, and maybe I am a little bit, but for the most part, I'm not even kidding. Like that, I miss. I. I appreciate boring Winnipeg news see American news and even a large part of Canadian news are always trying to make shit happen they're always trying to make things like whoa this might, this could be huge Winnipeg news no it's like hey you know um cities we're talking about you know maybe um switching the color of our construction signs. We're not sure that orange is really doing the trick. We might pivot to yellow, but we're we're just talking about it. We're nowhere near even getting close to implementing it at all, and it probably won't happen, but uh, this, oh, this is front page news. We are talking about it. Now, speaking of talking, I just swallowed a bug. I didn't swallow it, but it got it in my mouth. And it's dead. Wash that down with some beer. Mmm, Buggy goodness. We're at 42 minutes. We're almost done this, people. All right, if you're listening, um, just hang in there. It's almost over. Oh, boy. There's a news story the other day my buddy pointed out. In our extremely problematic hockey thread that I'm a part of, wow! If that ever, if that thing ever saw the light of day, holy shit! There would, there's a news story if that thread ever gets to the public. Wow! There, that would be a news. That would make national, international headlines. Not because anyone knows about us or cares about us, just because of the content is that bad that it would open up discussions of. Uh, How free, you know, should speech really be, even in private conversations? I'm kidding, of course. But in this hockey thread, uh, someone put a link out. This was the news story for CBC. Uh, um, Child buys Nike shoes. They wear out after 10 weeks. That was the news store. Some kid bought a pair of Nikes and they kind of like crapped out after 10 weeks. That was news. That was, that was on a news site. That was on a national publicly funded news website. This young boy had bought some shoes and the shoes had worn out too soon. That's Canadian. That's Canadian news. In American news, they they can't keep up uh, with mass shootings fast enough. Like Louisiana, three dead. Uh, Alabama, four dead. Oh boy, Massachusetts, six dead. Louisiana, three dead. Oh, we already did that. Oh no, that's a different one. Okay, Louisiana, another three dead. Completely different incident, unrelated. Guys didn't know each other. Different parts of the state. Again, three dead. California. How many dead? Oh God, Canadians. We're sitting here. You know, this kid's shoes didn't last long enough. It's um, we're lucky to live in Canada. We're lucky to have it as boring as we do. It's good to be boring, you know. Boring is good. I mean, exciting is fun, but uh, exciting is tiring. Boring is like uh, it's good enough. You know, I'm I'm a very boring guy. I'm boring. But um, boring's okay. Boring's okay. This podcast is boring, but it's okay. You're doing the dishes right now. You know, you just need some loser yapping in your ear for a bit. That's all it is. And And that's what I'm here to do. Do the dishes. Finish the puzzle. Sweep the floors. You know what I mean? Look at the wall paint the picture, make the bed and I will just talk to you uh, so you don't have to listen to your own thoughts and recognize the fact that you're fucking your whole life up, you're fucking blowing it dude, you have no goals You have even if you had goals you would have no way of achieving them, you've got virtually no prospects on the horizon you're lost, you don't know what you want and you're not doing anything really You don't have what it takes, you understand? You just don't have what it takes to get next level. Instead of acknowledging those voices, you can shut those down and let me get in your ear and and reprimand you for you. Let me reprimand you. Don't reprimand yourself. Don't look at yourself. I'll look at you. You fucking suck. Anyway... I'm smoking Camel, the original. Camel blends Turkish and domestic tobaccos to create its signature flavor. Turkish? No wonder they taste like shit. Ugh. We have a couple of days left to um, spend here, and it's been beautiful. And it will continue to be beautiful. I gotta tell you, I can't wait to get back to Winnipeg. Talk all the shit about that shithole that you want, and you'd be right. But, um, let me tell you, Winnipeg, I'm looking forward to get back to Winnipeg. I love, especially now, you know, because I know it's just very grimy, very dirty, everything's melting, there's garbage everywhere, there's sand everywhere. It's a great time to be in Winnipeg. It's really got that, uh, just like it's so ugly that it's impressive, you know what I mean? It's so ugly that it's, it's, it's beautiful. Flips the switch. Quiet back there. Alright. I'm kidding. What's that? The hour's not up. I'm timing it. It's 47 minutes. Anyways. Sorry. I'm arguing with my family if you can't hear it. My mom's a nurse. She's like really jonesing to get back to the nursing field so she can administer problematic levels of narcotics to her patients how many people did you kill last week mom she she's laughing because she's like scared that i'm gonna expose her i might be your number one yeah right number 12 for sure she's killed a lot of people some of it's neglect some of it was with purpose some of it she did on purpose she has a bad day at work she's got morphine in her hand what do you think she's gonna do with it right Mom. She doesn't find that funny. Anyways, she's a fantastic nurse. You're a great nurse, Mom. Thank you. There you go. All right. Hi. Mom's also sick of this family. She wants to get home, she wants to YouTube in private. She wants her son Tyler to really fuck off for a while. Don't lie like that. <laughs> mom's a big fan of the family mom keeps his family together you know you, do you know where this family would be without my mom my my dad my dad would be dead he'd be long dead already my brother would where would Scott be mom Scott would be dead too we'd all be dead and I'm not just like you know you know metaphorical since we would be dead we would have died my brother would have died from he would have been buried by his own garbage in his apartment, it would have burnt down. No one would have even known he was there, because between his bones and all the chicken bones, no one would know what was going on. And I would die from lack of love. She's not even listening. She doesn't give a shit. Anyways, trying to get some shade here she's in the desert. she's trying to get some shade in the desert. She's had it with this heat. Mom, have you had it with the heat? I love Winnipeg. That's she loves Winnipeg too. She loves it. She's from the Caldonans. That's barely Winnipeg. That's more like Menin- Colony Menonito. It's like Paraguay country over there. This heat is like Paraguay. When we were in Paraguay, this is very close to it, eh? This is like. The only thing it's missing is a bunch of sunburnt prugs walking around talking about the prices at the Cupertive. it's one thing to vacation in weather like this but imagine working in weather like this outdoors like how the fuck do people do that it's crazy i have a new respect for people who work i am not one of those people i will never be one of those people i'm never working again i made that resolution recently i'm never working another day in my life I mean, I'll cut the grass for the city, which is going to start soon. But that's its own vacation, let's face it. But uh, actually doing hard, physical, manual labor as a career, that, that ship has sailed. That's not happening. I am going to hop on a train and start strangling hobos long before that happens. I'm over the work, honestly. 9 to 5, I'll let you. I'm, st- I'm done faking it, alright it's just not in the cards for me I don't like it I got one life to live, what I'm gonna go work at the CRA, they're not even working right now, they're striking because they want more money you know, let me tell you something as a man who used to work for the CRA they their work environment is so stale and soulless they almost do deserve more money You know, they deserve more vacation days is what they do deserve. But let's also face it, they got a pretty decent package for calling old ladies from the Maritimes and shaking out their penny purses for taxes for the man. You know how I feel about the man. Anywho, this podcast is done. I'm pretty sure these neighbors have all called the cops. And that's fine. A couple of days, I'll be out of here. Actually, I think they stopped calling the cops when they heard I'm from Winnipeg. They're like, oh, he's from Winnipeg. I guess they're like that over there. (sighs) Um, People have been great here. Americans, very friendly. Underrated friendly. Canada always gets the, uh, oh, it's a friendly Canadian. We're not that friendly. We're no friendlier than the Americans. All right. That's a weird reputation that Canadians have thrust upon themselves. Like, oh, we're a friendly Manitoba. Why? Because we say hello? Because we say please? No. We're not We're not any friendlier than these wonderful Americans. They're great. In fact, if anything, in my experience, uh, Canadians are more hesitant to say hello and strike up conversations than Americans are. Americans will walk up to complete strangers and be like, Hey, man. Canadians will be like, oh, why Why are you talking to me? Do you have a gun? Put it away. So, I don't know. Canadians need to chill out on the whole, we're friendly. That's our thing that we do. It, it's, not a, it's not your thing. Everyone's friendly. People are friendly, for the most part. All right? I've met just as many dickhead Canadians as I have dickhead anything else. So, get off your high horse, listener. Um, that is the podcast. I feel like this one's really sucked. Off the top, it was really weird. I've never done a podcast episode in front of my family. You got a window into my family life. And one thing my family loves to do is interrupt. Good God. Does my family have a problem interrupting people? That's why I was like thinking, I was like, well, maybe I'll have one of them on as a guest. That's not happening. You think that this is unlistenable content. Wait till I bring in one of my family members. That's gonna be twice as unlistenable. It's an interruption machine here. You think you have a thought, good luck finishing it. It's not gonna happen for you, all right? Because guess what? They all have got thoughts too, and they need to be aired now. It's very frustrating. And I've almost had it with these people. I'm going to murder my family. I'm going to kill my family on this trip. You heard it here first. All right. I am going to murder them. Um. The only question is how. How would I do it? <sighs> I think the first thing I would need to do is go to Carl's Jr., And then we'll take it from there, ladies and gentlemen. That's been the podcast. Um, Let's do some shout outs. You think I'm going to shout out Carl's Jr.? That is not the case. I haven't had Carl's Jr. yet. I'm going to go there today. I'm going to Carl's Jr. within the hour. It's 1:05 p.m. Pacific time here in Palm Springs, California. With by two o'clock Pacific time, that's four o'clock Central, five o'clock Eastern i will be filled with carl's jr and um gonna be hitting up the bathroom uh shout out to um i gotta say shout out to jack in the box i think it's trash fast food for these americans but i've never had it before i got a double jack and cheese pretty good berg not gonna lie Alright, kicks the shit out of a Whopper. And I know that this is the home of the Whopper here. But I don't care. Alright, the Whopper is dog shit. That double jack and cheese hit the spot. It really did. It really hit the spot last night. And, um. So shout out to the double jack and cheese. I'm gonna hit out In and Out yet. I'm gonna try to find a Mr. Beast. And then I think I've gotten pretty much all the uh, American fast food restaurants, all the major ones down pat. Might look at a Jersey Mike in the near future as well. A lot of options here. You know what I mean? You might be asking me to get some fine dining. That's not the case. Although I will tell you, special shout out to Nina's Pizzeria here in Palm Springs. It's like a Greek mom and pop place. Two Greeks. They were just balls deep in feta cheese, but they made a pizza. And it was very expensive, very pricey for us cheap Mennonites. We were like, holy shit, this is expensive. Uh, we got two pizzas, and we I had two slices, and I was full. All right, And keep in mind, I can polish off an extra large pizza hotline. One sitting, six slices, next day, two slices. Like, it's nothing. That pizza's like, it it's nothing. This pizza was heavy. It was delicious. Two slices and I was full. Squeezed at least three meals out of it. Shout out to Nina's. To Greeks. What's a slur for Greek people? Italians got like dagos and wops and stuff. but There's got be uh, Greeks? Greeks must have a slur. What's a slur for, I'm going to Google that real quickly here. I just want to get my slurs down so I know what not to say. Greek ethnic slurs wiktionary. The slurs are in Greek. Let's see. What is it? Oh, shit. Okay, well, I can't even... Yikes. That's a... Wow. That's a bad one. Yeesh, I can't even say this. Um, vlog. Dago is a slur for people applied to people from the Mediterranean region. Okay, so Dago could be applied to Greeks too. Um... I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't do this much homework, finding out what a slur, what slur to use, or not to use, but probably to use, let's face it. Anyways, um, shout out to the Greeks. I'll never call you a... whatever that was. Um, Shout out to the... Shout out to uh, the ambient band. I don't know if you called them a band. It's just one dude. Lawskull. If you're ever looking for some relaxing ambient tunes to sing you to sleep, or maybe... It, 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 I love ambient music. And not like ocean sounds. Not like rainforest sounds. None of that, None of that crap real ambient tunes real like movie cinematic soundtrack check out law l-o-s-k-c-i-l he's from vancouver and that guy's got a catalog as deep as that nina's pizza it's quite deep and it's really good the song angel of list is a banger and check out the album plume or some cinematic... Next time you want to turn your boring, shitty life into a, into an action movie, into, into the cutscene in a sick video game, buddy, get on that Lost Call. Check out that Plume album. And last but not least, shout out to... Hey, let's do it. Shout out to my family. Just a bizarre collection of characters. There's me... Of course i'm the worst of them all um my mom who keeps the whole ship going she really i mean old school Mennonite, i was old she cleans everything she's the only one who knows how to other than me i kind of know what i'm doing scott and my dad eh, that's not happening um so shout out to my mom she keeps everything going keeps everything clean orders the food she planned this whole trip she's the only one with gusto with zest terrific nurse she's great Shout out to my dad, who's got hip problems right now. He is on all sorts of pharmaceuticals. And let me tell you, when we get back to Canada, I'm hooking this guy up with some OG Kush. Real hard THC edibles. This guy is going to turn into a right stoner because the doctors won't prescribe him Percocet, which is a crime. And if you listen to this and you've got a, a connection, you've got a plug for Percocet and Xanax and fentanyl, Fentanyl and Valium or Fentanyl, let me know. All right, because my dad needs it. His hip's in trouble, but he's good. He sits in his chair, he's stable as a rock. He talks about the Bible, he talks about Bigfoot, and it's all very entertaining. And last but not least, shout out to my brother, who is uh, he's got a heart of gold, he's got the social skills of a retard, and but he is. Uh, great dude, just a great dude to hang out. He knows who he is. He loves who he is, and isn't that what we all aspire to be? It is. I say he's got bad social skills. He really doesn't. He's actually great. He's very friendly. He's a real cool dude. Everybody likes him. Everybody likes him. And this, so my whole family, we're holding it together. My family's been known to fight. We know we've been known to yell in the past and each other when we get angry none of that this trip we're too old for it we've all matured no one's trying to change each other no one's trying to uh uh you know judge each other hey it is what it is that's the best as a family when you reach that point it is what it is you know what i mean and i'm gonna love you for who you are the shit that pisses me off about you i'm not gonna let it piss me off anymore it why would it I don't have to live with you. I just get to enjoy the good things about you. I don't necessarily need to hate the things I don't necessarily like about you. And that is family, ladies and gentlemen. Because everyone else, you know, a couple of things bother you about this person. You're like, oh, I'm not talking to you again. I'm out of here. Family, not so much. You got to put up. You got to deal. You got to build your patience and your love and that's what it's all about. And that's what I feel for you, my listeners. Patience and love. I tolerate y- you listening to this podcast, which I hate, by the way. I really, It really pisses me off that any of you listen to this shit. But I tolerate it. And I love you, despite you listening to this podcast. You guys are great. I've been mediocre. This podcast has been a solid 5 out of 10. I don't give a fuck. We're going to do the Patreon episode, and then the next episode is going to be filmed from a little place called Home. Home. God, I love Home. God, I love Winnipeg. And God, I love you guys. Take care, and I'll see you in hell.